Buenos dias from Big Creek. This is the Rorschach Venezuela update from the 24th of March 2022. A quick summary of what's going down in Venezuela. On Friday the 18th, Alfredo Cohen announced through social media that the Sambo shopping mall in La Candelaria, west of Caracas, was returned to its owners, one of whom is Cohen himself. Hugo Chavez expropriated the shopping mall a few weeks after the inauguration in 2008. For 14 years, it served as a shelter for people that lost their houses to floods, a collection center for humanitarian aid, and a warehouse for the Ministry of Commerce. The people of La Candelaria were thrilled to hear that the shopping mall would create more than 3,000 jobs. According to Cohen, the mall is expected to open its doors before the end of this year. Luis Eduardo Martinez, deputy and first vice president of the Commission for Dialogue, Peace, and Reconciliation, said that many of the companies expropriated in previous years will be returned to their original owners in the upcoming weeks. In the Western states, power outages have increased significantly in recent weeks. The National Electric Corporation announced electric rationing schedules without explaining the reasons behind such a decision. However, citizens of the affected areas claim that the National Electric Corporation has failed to comply with these schedules. The rationing, instead, is greater than what it was announced, with power outages lasting between 4 to as much as 15 hours. On Saturday the 19th, around 200 Venezuelan migrants attacked a Colombian military base in La Tara, an area in the Norte de Santander border region, which is also one of the municipalities with the largest drug crops in Colombia. The migrants detonated explosives. One soldier was killed and almost 20 were injured. The migrants' intention was to take over the base. In economic news, for the first time in a while, Venezuela does not lead the international inflation rates. According to Bloomberg, the consumer price index in February exceeded 4% in Argentina, while in Venezuela it did not reach 2%. Despite this margin, Venezuela still has the highest inflation rate overall in the world. This tendency is expected to change over the next few months due to the receding hyperinflation. Venezuelan bonds were trading at $0.06 cents until Biden's recent meeting with Maduro. Now, the price has risen to $0.10. Cents. Although these numbers are very low, after this rapprochement, the demand for speculative bonds has grown considerably. People believe that Venezuelan bonds will increase in value in the upcoming weeks if sanctions are relaxed and the United States resumes oil trade with Venezuela. The state airline, Conviasa, remains to be the only air bridge between Russia and the Western Hemisphere, as it is the only airline with direct flights to and from Russia. Additionally, Conviasa and the Venezuelan-Russian Chamber of Economic Cooperation are creating a hub for Russian travelers so that they can access other Latin American cities from Venezuela. Conviasa was also the first foreign airline to fly the Felipe Angeles International Airport in Santa Lucia, Mexico on Monday the 21st, which was the day of the airport's inauguration. 
After more than two years of restricted working hours since the pandemic, banks have resumed their normal business hours. The Superintendencia de las Instituciones del Sector Bancario informed that, as of 21st of March, all bank offices must return to their regular working hours from 8 a.m. to 3.30 p.m. This measure was taken by the national executive to stimulate the current economic growth in the country. In political news, on Friday the 18th, Nicolás Maduro announced that he will implement four new instruments of governance, one of which is, quote, electronic government, end quote. Jorge Rodríguez, the president of Venezuelan National Assembly, will be in charge of it. Now, is he qualified for the job? Well, let's put it this way. Rodriguez is actually a psychiatrist who got involved in politics with his sister, Delcy Rodriguez, the vice president of Venezuela. He also doesn't know anything about IT whatsoever. So you'll have to draw your own conclusions. The e-government will manage all the digital platforms affiliated and administered by the government, such as the Patria system, the platforms of the ministries, and the new platform, VenApp. The Ven app, which was launched on Friday, is an application from the Chavista regime that seeks to compete with global social networks. The application has aroused many suspicions because it uses a Google Tag Manager, which is an application that has been used in political campaigns of the Socialist Party. Furthermore, the Ven app requests full access to the user's phone and grants it permission to send emails without authorization. What is Jorge Rodriguez doing apart from handling e-government? Well, he is not wasting his time, that's for sure. He said that Biagio Benito Garofalo Forte, a drug trafficker arrested on the 13th of March in Colombia, was involved with the opposition party Popular. As evidence, Rodriguez presented a letter signed by Juan Guaido, the country's interim president, naming Garofalo as municipal coordinator of Anaco, a town in eastern Venezuela. However, Juan Guaido and Voluntad Popular contended that this letter was fake. Fake News Hunters, a crowdsourcing community that monitors daily news, determined that the evidence presented by Rodriguez was forged. Taking advantage of these allegations, Rodriguez also stated that they will not allow Juan Guaido in the meetings to promote dialogue since, in his words, quote, they will not meet with drug traffickers, end quote. The meetings between the opposition and Maduro's regime are in the process of being resumed, as it is being determined which sectors of society will participate. These meetings were suspended following the arrest of Alex Saab in October 2021. On Monday, the 21st, Diosdado Cabello declared that the arrest warrant issued in Argentina is, quote, an act of desperation, end quote. Furthermore, Cabello assures that, quote, there is someone who does not want Diosdado to go to Argentina because they are surrendering to the IMF, end quote. On Thursday the 17th, the United Nations High Commissioner for Human Rights, Michelle Bachelet, presented an update of her report on human rights in Venezuela. There, she highlighted that many political prisoners have been tortured in jail, and some even dead. This is one of the most flagrant violations of democracy and human rights in the country, according to Bachelet. Also in judicial news, Juan Pablo Guanipa, the opposition leader, 
accused the Maduro government of, quote, wanting to deceive the International Criminal Court, end quote. According to Guanipa, the recent reforms of the Supreme Court of Justice are merely a facade. To illustrate his point, he said that the reform that reduces the number of members of the Supreme Court of Justice from 32 to 20 won't change anything since all 20 members belong to the Chavista party. On Tuesday the 22nd, Jorge Rodriguez received a list of over 200 candidates for the Supreme Court's parliament. The National Assembly must choose the new 20 members in the following five days. Also on Tuesday 22nd, Tarek William Saab, Attorney General of the Republic, revealed a part of an anti-bullying legislation. This bill seeks to punish school authorities who promote or ignore cases of bullying. On Wednesday the 16th, the Minister of Higher Education, Science, and Technology of the Dominican Republic announced that they won't be granting scholarships to study medicine in Venezuela and Cuba until further notice. The Dominican minister said that the curricula of these countries do not match those of the Dominican Republic. For this reason, the students have had problems finding a job on the island. And to close this edition, a global real estate trend is now sweeping Venezuela, house flipping. This practice consists of buying and remodeling a deteriorated property at a low cost and consequently selling it quickly. According to the Venezuelan Chamber of Construction, house flipping is the only activity in the Venezuelan construction industry, making it a great investment opportunity. That's it for this week. Thanks for joining us. We want to improve ourselves. And for that, we need your feedback. Email us, send us a DM, send us some smoke signals, whatever. Just please contact us. If you've been a listener for a while, what do you think about our updates? We could really use your advice. Let us know by emailing us at venezuela at rorschach.com or follow us on Instagram at Rorschach Venezuela and Twitter at Rorschach V. Hasta la próxima. Thank you.